Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. So over the weekend, a post caught my attention. It was a post in the Huffington Post, which I don't normally read, but it kind of came across my path. And it was marked the close of Pride Month. And in it, they were running a video showing a little boy in a yellow wig, full makeup, a dress, and rainbow platform shoes. And the headline says, Desmond is amazing. The 10-year-old drag kid from New York is proof that the future is queer. I got to say, it made, it made me feel uncomfortable. Um, not because I don't think Desmond is fabulous and not because I'm anti-LGBTQ, but because I looked at it as straight up prostituting a child to push an agenda. He's 10. And for anyone out there who doesn't like beauty pageants, you know, the ones with the little kids, Honey Boo Boo, what's that? Uh, The one, Honey Boo Boo? I mean, if you don't like that, this to me was like way beyond. Take a listen. Just take a listen to this young boy in this video. Hi, I'm Desmond Amazing. I'm 10 years old and I'm a drag kid and I live in New York City and I'm an LGBTQ activist and advocate. I discovered that I wanted to drag when I watched the first episode of RuPaul's Drag Race um, when I was two. I've always been able to be myself because of my supporting mom and dad. Say hi, mom. That's my mom. And I love her to death. Okay. So so you're getting the drift here, okay? There is the rest. uh, I gotta be honest. I was you kind of stopped me at RuPaul. Look, there is no way this child would have the maturity or development to know who he is yet. And that his parents let him start watching RuPaul at age two and got him all dressed up wearing makeup. I mean, really? Some will say that's supportive. But to make him the poster child of drag life seems really ridiculously over the line. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Let's bring in someone who would know. Arn Amate, registered psychologist, someone who has dealt and been on the other side of this conversation. Am I wrong? Uh, it depends on what you call the other side of the conversation. Um, what I'm hearing from you, you know, I have to agree with in many ways that there's exploitation, there's um, exposure to materials that the child's not, uh, you know, cognitively or uh, Im- maturely enough ready to, uh, you know, to, to handle and, um, you know, look, trying to figure out who you are, trying to figure out your identity, trying to figure out how, where your value comes from, that's a really tricky progression that we go through. And to have this kid doing drag, you're basically telling the kid he's sexualizing himself. I'm not going to say all drag, uh, you know, people engage in drag. Um, I do it for that reason. Some do do it for sexual arousal, however. That's transvestic uh, fetishism, um, you know, and, and that is a disorder if it, if it causes lots of distress or preoccupies their time. And if a child is doing this at such a young age mm-hmm. and they're being rewarded for it, they're being glorified for it, he's got this, you know, YouTube channel, his whole 
identity is wrapped up around this, you're kind of not really giving that kid a chance from an early age. You're telling him, this is what you're going to be known for. This is your value in a sexualized or, you know, just even just focusing on your body and everything else. It's creating superficial, like a very superficial character. Right. So anyway, that's and when I, so when I say push the other side, you you push against a huge activist group, um, you know, which are are you know small but but pretty vicious in this, and and you take a stance against that because when I hear of a parent allowing a kid to watch RuPaul at the age of two, look the Wiggles, uh, you know Caillou, if you must, those are the kinds of shows you show a two year old. But is that not grooming? Maybe not intentionally, but is it not grooming? Well, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it grooming, but I would say that it is increasing the child's, you know, vulnerability to grooming later on. Because again, the child is associating sexuality from a very young age with positive reinforcement. Right. Right. And, and that's what the parents should be realizing. And so this is why if we have this discussion, people are saying you're just transphobic. And no, you know, we have to recognize that many of the people pushing for these types of things are very different from the type of child who from a very, very young age thinks that they are, you know, the opposite sex. Whether it's right or wrong to help them transition socially or medically, that's one thing. But the fact is the argument is being held by people who are very, very different from those children. They, de- they derive a different type of pleasure. Mm-hmm. They, they have different needs than these children. And, you know, to, to mix them up and to, ha- you, you know, have these older men glorifying these younger children, there is something potentially disturbing about it. Well, well look, Desmond may very well be transgender he may yeah. be whatever and whomever he will be i just don't think it's responsible to put a child out there that young um and to do it so publicly i think it's unfair to him because it doesn't really truly allow him to figure out who he is exactly his he's always now from a young age yeah. he will always feel that he has to do things for other people he, ha- you know, he has to meet their expectations, and that doesn't um, foster independence. And his parent, you know, people are going to say he's having freedom; he's getting to be who he is. There are many ways to help a child explore who they are, and rushing them, as you say, in this way, and, and making them a public figure. And he's bragging about being an activist and an advocate, and he's using the language of people who are basically saying, "We want to recruit you to our, you know, narrative or our agenda." Yeah, it, it, to me, it's nothing. It's almost like a caged animal being told to perform. There is a sense to that. And again, look, uh, as people who know me know, I was raised in a sex store. My mother opened up Canada's first sex store. So it's not like I'm a prude, but I do understand child development, you know, emotional, the maturity and the sexual development. And these children are really being given a a raw deal and it it is being foisted upon them. That's the thing. Most two-year-old children are not thinking, I want to be a drag queen. They don't have any idea. Do they want to dress up? Do they want to do this and that and have fun? Yes. But to make it into what they're making it, it is exploitative. I can't think of any other word to describe it. Well, and the Huffington Post puts it up there with this headline that, you know, this 10-year-old drag kid from New York is proof that the future is queer. And to me, it's, that's just propaganda. It's propaganda. And this kid's going to, ha- I feel for this child because he's going to have to live like this and with this for a long time. And it may very well come back um, and have a real negative impact on him. I think the pressure that's being put on him, and right now he doesn't recognize it as such, it may not be that bad, but I do believe that pressure. Again, I I want to reiterate, when you feel that so many people have expectations on you, it's like a child who's, you know, let's say a pretty good pitcher, and suddenly the whole world is focusing on this child, and they expect him to be the best when he grows up. That's a lot of pressure. Most people can't handle this. And this child is becoming an icon, and this is not healthy for these children. And the last thing, if I can say, is when people, you know, they're glorifying this, well, and you said this earlier, 
here, these are the same people who would have criticized, rightfully so, yeah. beauty pageants mm-hmm. or over-sexualization of children. Somehow it's okay when it's done in drag. There's a hypocrisy there that I don't think these people are acknowledging. Yeah, it, it shocked me, but uh, thanks for the clarity on that. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Arn Amate, registered psychologist. You can get him at docamate.com. And um, I'm glad my son is right now watching Shrek. We're into nonstop Shrek, part one, part two, part three. When he starts acting like Shrek, we'll discuss it. But right now, I think that's where he's at. Donkey. 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 <laughs> Who is a pretty kitty? This is Global News Radio.